you yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like you're somebody else. Gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly. You promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. No, no, no. Yes, guys, how are you all doing? Hope you doing well. Like seriously, I'm really asking from the bottom of my heart because it is. Uh, it is almost the end of January. The first month of 2021 is over, guys. We just have like 11 months left. And uh, just hope, you know, we kind of come out of the pandemic. And that's why I really, from the bottom of my heart, I'm asking you, how are you doing? You can write to me at justanobodypodcast.gmail.com because I love listening, hearing from back, hearing from you. Uh, this is Mo Classo bringing my next episode of the Just a Nobody podcast uh, to you for those tuning in. That's for people who just tune in, tuned in for the first time ever. And for guys who have been listening, uh, who listen to almost every episode of mine. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And thanks for tuning in again. Uh, so uh, I have a few things that I wanted to talk about. Of course, this is uh, this is a podcast uh, for the newcomers here. You know, wherein I kind of uh, yap and talk about things that are on my mind. Um, uh, so um, I know uh, it's 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 a podcast that is uh, for uh, for people all over the world to really listen to it. Uh, but at the same time, it's a podcast where I like doing it for myself as well. I do it for myself because it gives me a, uh, it gives me an opportunity to put my thoughts down in an audio format out in the air. You know, so that's that's what's exciting about it. So I do it for for everybody listening, my listeners, and I also do it for myself, guys. You know, it's really nice. It's a good feeling to have your thoughts uh, out rather than you know keeping it all um, inside. It's it, it's a good relief, I would say, definitely. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't know how many of you, uh, have been following Bernie memes, Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders memes, because, uh, those, that was all breaking news, uh, last week. Like that was, that was breaking the internet, not breaking news, but it is breaking the internet, literally breaking the internet because, uh, now, uh, this was, uh, you know, this was inauguration day which happened in the United States. It was Inauguration Day to inaugurate uh, the President of the United States, President Joe Biden, okay? So um, uh, it happened on January 20th, and every everything was... Uh, uh, everything was going well. I mean, and I watched it. Yes, I watched the entire inauguration because, if, uh, you know, the president of the United States, of course, he's a president of the United States, but um, he is also the president... Uh, indirectly you know a president of the world because what the united states does it matters to the world you know it really matters because 
whether it is uh, with uh, global leaders, uh, the the kind of exchanges with global leader, with trade, with economics, uh, with the pandemic. Uh, so, um, so it is interesting uh, for the world. I think the entire world was watching the inauguration of President Joe Biden. But, uh, but literally, you know, on that day, it was not Joe Biden who steal the show. It was Senator Bernie Sanders, who was just walking in, actually. He was a participant, you know, at that inauguration. He was invited. So he just came in. He came in wearing mittens, you know, literally. And he came in wearing a normal rainy raincoat, like a cold weather winter jacket. Like not a coat, not, it's just a winter jacket. He came such a simpleton, like the Bernie Sanders that we all know about. Uh, he sits on a foldable chair at the inauguration and he just sits alone, you know. It's like literally, you know, I could I could see myself in Bernie Sanders because uh, when I go to a party, you know, I, I don't go and I don't go directly into a crowd and mingle. It's not because I'm not an uh, I'm an introvert. I'm not an introvert, you know. But I'm not someone who just gets into a crowd and starts yapping. You know, I'll just go sit and then kind of do my thing. So that's that's how I do. You know, I just go and sit by myself and I enjoy it. You know, I love I love doing that. So I saw myself and Bernie Sanders uh, literally and uh, kind of connected with, uh, you know, this guy. He just walks in with an envelope. I don't know why. Like what? What was he doing? This is inauguration. He wore a simple jacket. He was wearing mittens like, you know, woolen. Um, uh, and uh, and he just sat on a foldable chair and that became a meme. Like literally, I uh i whenever i looked at a photo, uh, a photo like for the past two weeks like i was looking for bernie sanders even if it was not a meme of bernie sanders you know literally it was like in my head uh so and it was a global uh phenomenon i can say because uh, because uh even my folks in india like you know they were uh they were uh using the bernie memes and so many of them were asking like who's this guy you know like the world knows Joe Biden who was, was who's being inaugurated on that day. But everyone's asking, like, who's this guy like Bernie Sanders? I'm talking about the international crowd. And um, amazing. Like I was uh, I, I was so happy that uh, Bernie Sanders was getting love, that he really deserved getting it from people irrespective of the politics, you know, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're right, whether you're left, whether you're middle, whether you're, uh, your politics is, you know, uh, extreme right, extreme left, whatever your politics and whichever part of the political spectrum that someone really came from, they were giving love to Bernie Sanders, you know, which I really admire and I was happy that Bernie Sanders was getting the love because he's a realist, you know, you know, um, uh, before, uh, uh, before before uh, the pandemic, you know, I, I used to keep saying, like, why is Bernie Sanders talking so much about, um, you know, the minimum wage? He talked about minimum wage. He talked about health care, a roof over your head, food for everyone, college for all. He kept talking about these important topics before the pandemic. And we all were like, uh, yeah, these topics are important, but we never really, you know, um, uh, kind of... Uh, really pressed on those issues and concerns that he was continuously talking about you know even me believe me you know i i feel i feel horrible today for considering bernie sanders uh senator bernie sanders as a very socialist kind of uh 
perspective, the way he looked, you know, like free college for everyone, free food for everyone, roof of their head, minimum wage to raise it uh, as much health care for all. You know, I felt it was a little socialist before the pandemic, but the pandemic has opened my eyes and it's done for so many people out there, you know, like literally, you know, everybody's saying that Bernie was absolutely right when he brought up this topics because the pandemic hit us and now there's no work. People are homeless. People are not having food on their table. College is becoming expensive because you can't afford it. There's no money in the hand. Money, there's no rolling money, you know. So Bernie was right whether you like it or whether you don't like it. He was right before the pandemic. And I've realized that, yes, he's, he's, he was right. And I think the world needs to learn something from Bernie Sanders. He's so right about, you know, how we are, we're caught up in this, uh, we are caught up in the cycle where you have to pay to get a college education. You need a college education because you need a job. And then you have to do work to make money. So it's like, it's, it's like a circle of money, you know, the, everything revolves around money you know, in the world that we live in. And why should it be like that? You know, the pandemic has opened eyes. It's not possible to have money the center, uh, the ce- uh, money as the center of everything, you know. Money can't be the center of ev- everything, you know. So Bernie was right then, and Bernie is always has always been right. I saw folks from all over the world, you know, kind of using his memes, and I loved that Bernie Sanders was getting the love that he really deserved. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, like uh, I, I always say that, you know, uh, being dressed for the occasion, I've never been dressed for an, for for the occasion, for any occasion. Like, you know, I remember um, uh, there was a family, there was a family wedding and we all had to attend. I, I wore jeans and I wore a pair of jeans and I wore a T-shirt uh, to the wedding and my mom didn't speak to me for a week because I dressed up like that and I went for that uh, family wedding because you know uh, like my family members like extended family they were like you know what is this you know so my mother was like what the hell like how did you come like that for a wedding but that's me you know I'm never dressed for I'm never dressed for the occasion and that's what I saw in Bernie Sanders I just saw me and I saw I saw uh, I saw exactly the way I usually behave. And uh, that's what makes Bernie a very simple man. People can kind of relate to him, not only his ideas, but as a person himself. So, of course, so we are talking about these memes. And uh, so people were putting themselves in those memes. People were putting Bernie Sanders sitting on the foldable chair with those wearing that mit- those mittens and wearing that simple jacket all over the world. Like there was this guy uh, who kind of uh, said, put Bernie anywhere in any place of the world. And he used Google Maps or something. And that was a website. Now, Bernie Sanders was smart enough. Okay. He used this as an opportunity to raise money. Uh, you know, raise money for good causes. Uh, for instance, um, he made uh, he made uh, sweatshirts. You know, he made sweatshirts and he made uh, t-shirts out of these uh, memes, and uh, he sold it out. And it was all sold out. Like people literally bought it. And uh, uh, by selling those memes, you know, of him sitting on that chair, whatever, sweat on sweatshirts and t-shirts, he raised one point eight million dollars just out of that. Okay, out of t-shirts and sweatshirts. 
fundraising and all that money was raised uh, millions of dollars for meals on wheels which is an organization that fights uh, senior hunger and isolation that that's the mission of the organization so bernie raised so much of money for that and then beautifully another thing is uh, the, the the lady uh, who's a teacher who made those mittens uh, from whom bernie sanders just casually maybe you know before the inauguration day you just went and bought it from her but who knew that you know those mittens would be such a big hit that the very next day all those mittens that the, that lady had at a store was all sold out you know like literally she she became rich like in one day and then uh it seems uh, she made three extra she had time to make three extra pairs of mittens and she auctioned it on ebay and all proceeds of those that auction of that uh you know the funds raised was uh, was uh went to lgbtq and the youth you know so how cool is this you know something that people made this happen it's like you and me you know people all over the world make it happen i mean made this happen uh bernie sanders memes like the uh, sitting on the foldable chair became such a big hit that he raised 1.8 million dollars it made made a teacher sell all her mittens and she herself raised money for uh for a good cause for lgbtq people so how wh- who made this happen people the general public you know irrespective of the politics they get politics out of the door so that is what uh that is what i like so two things from this you uh, you know people can play a very important part you know if you really get together you can really make a difference and uh two you know i'm happy that bernie sanders uh, is getting the love that he really deserves you know uh he has opened the eyes well before the pandemic and whatever he said about free college free uh a roof over their head you know a minimum wage healthcare for all food for everyone no matter whether you have money or not it's so true you know so that was definitely a taker and uh, bernie sanders used that as an opportunity so well to actually raise funds you know 1.8 million dollars man and this was something that happened like last week and he raised so much money like hey man so um i was i, I went gaga over it because i put myself uh, in many of these photos and uh, i was like hey man uh, i'm so happy that bernie bernie sanders is getting all the love you know that he really uh, deserved really um anyway uh, so i was um uh, i don't know whether uh, you know since we're talking about since we're talking about you know uh, law, uh, we, since we're talking about a little bit about you know since we've gone a little politics like bernie sanders is a politician he's a lawmaker uh, let me not go too far you know when uh, i was uh, i came across this um, this lawmaker you know he was giving a speech uh, somewhere and he closed in his closing statement you know uh, when he was talking in the in the house in the par- in the parliament or in the congress uh, he made a statement where he was saying uh, uh, where he he said like you know he kind of uh, like it was like um, like a, you know he thanked the gods and it, you know and stuff like that which i'm going to play for you but at the same time you know what's concluding his um, his message to the slaw maker what's concluding the message um on the floor of uh, the parliamental uh, the parliament building 
he says uh, a man and then he says and a woman you know so i was like what the hell was that like hey man like a man and a woman like uh, even jesus christ is like you know maybe wondering what's wrong with us you know like what are we trying to prove how woke are we going to be you know how blindly woke are we going to be so uh, this was like uh, totally uh, blew my mind i was laughing and i was crying at the same time because hey man like you know how can you be so dumb like how and you're a law maker you know you you need uh, you make laws for people like us like you know how can you just uh, 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 join an a women after an a man you know so i want to play this uh, video by uh, this um, this lawmaker who says it the way he says it and then we talk about it after it uh, after this uh, video so just listen to it it's about like 33 seconds uh, uh the ending is more important so wait for it and we talk about it after that may the lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon us and give us peace. Peace in our families, peace across this land and there I ask O oh Lord peace even in this chamber now and evermore. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God Brahma and God known by many names by many different faiths. Amen and a woman. God forgive us for we don't know what we are doing God forgive us please forgive us God Lord God please forgive us for we don't know what we are doing you know so see you know everything was okay now this guy he, uh, he's a lawmaker he writes laws for people and uh, he's he's standing right there you know where uh, the law making happens you know and uh, he said all things like you know um, uh, saying god's known by many names and many different faiths absolutely fine i love that part you know it was going all well he says amen and a women i'm like what the hell was that like you know like what what is how whack is that like how whack is that you know amen what does it mean it's not an english word like you could just uh you know you could just kind of um amen is not an english word it's hebrew and all it means is so be it you know it has nothing to do with gender like because it is a the alphabet a and men it doesn't mean that it is uh it is gender specific it has nothing to do with someone's gender it's not a masculine gender you know so wonder what jesus christ must be thinking right now you know like i said thought these guys a man and they made it a women like what the hell i mean even like so many other names now you have emmanuel So are you going to change it to a e womanial? You have so many other words like menstruation. Are you going to change it to womanization? Manifestation. Are you going to change it to womanifestation? Sportsmanship. Are you going to change it to sportswomanship? Sentimental. Are you going to change it to sentimental? women the word women itself has men in it 
So are you going to change it to warm women? Like, what is wrong? Like, you know, people are trying to act so woke. Like, you blindly woke. You just don't make sense. You're not using your common sense, you know. It's good to be woke. But you blindly woke. You're, you're crazy, you know. So that's all that I want to say. Like, you know, uh, come on. Like, what are we doing? Like, where? what are we doing? Literally. And stuff like this happening during the pandemic. You know, we are trying to act woke. Whatever. Anyways, that's what I want to say. That's what I wanted to say. And I couldn't understand how to say it. But hey, man, you're going to change every word that has a man and a women, uh, man and men in it. There are so many words. Are you going to change everything to make it gender specific when none of those words are masculine in any sense? Like women itself, the word women itself has men in it. So are you going to make it like uh, women? What's wrong with us, man? Jesus Christ. All right. 2020, I mean, uh, it's over. Like, you know, we are all, all the month of 2021, the first month is almost over. And the whole of 2020, like starting beginning March of 2020, we kept talking about the coronavirus. We talking about pandemic. These were the words, highlighted words. You know, everybody was talking, most of them were talking about coronavirus, the pandemic, quarantine, mask, six feet distance, wash your hands. And that's what we did all of 2020. You know, all, all mostly all of 2020, except the first two months of 2020. And now it's almost like the first month of 2021 is over and we're talking about inoculations, vaccinations, vaccination centers, double masking, triple masking, side effects, variants, shots, you know. So our kind of uh, our talk of the town has a little change, but we're talking about vaccinations now. So these are the words, uh, highlighted words now in 2020. I hope all this, like literally, you know, if you have to ask me like what I really want, I hope all of this, we don't take any of these words ever again, you know, past July of this year. Like after July, I hope we're all done with it. Like, you know, it's over. The pandemic is over. No more words like quarantine, wash your hands, six feet, uh, vaccinations, inoculations, double masking, triple masking, short side effects, variants, nothing of that sort, you know. I hope we all all over the world, we just get vaccinated and this thing is over because it's a little too much. It's too, it's unreal, you know, it's just unreal. 2020, like, you know, almost the whole year. And now the first month of this year is over. It's the 30th of uh, January today. Like, what are we doing, you know? Um, just hope it's all uh, over. Uh, by then, uh, by whatever. It's just like uh, there are a number of people who are having a lot of confidence uh, problems, they, uh, which which I don't blame them for. We've seen there are a number of side effects that, you know, that come out with people uh, having allergic reactions and some, some people's BP going down and some people complaining of um, 
you know uh, the variants uh, which keep coming like in the united kingdom you had variants in south africa and uh, so many healthcare specialists the top notch people are saying that not all vaccines work across these variants so um it's crazy you know the confidence level is also uh, pretty much uh, uh uh is uh, is, bo- is is making people very shaky about taking the vaccination you know because of various reasons and um then there was this uh, uh there was this vague uh, news from which is coming from uh uh Israel where a, a rabbi in Israel spoke speaking about how uh, you know there was an online uh, gathering of this rabbi who rabbi gathered some people and he was uh, in his uh, sermon or whatever he made this uh, outlandish conspiracy theory where he says that uh if you uh, get uh, get the vaccine if the vaccine uh could make you gay and i was like what the hell he says covid-19 vaccines vaccines make you gay and he's t- telling it to his online uh followers you know uh people who have come to listen to his sermon and this rabbi like talks like that outlandish like so what what happens you know does this uh, if i'm uh, if does it make uh does it make a gay straight then and a straight gay like does it work like that like what are you talking about he says that vaccination is a global malicious government that's trying to establish a new world order a new world order of making everyone gay you know so what do gays do you know gays out there so what do they become do they become straight like who is this rabbi you know religion should really stay out of uh, uh Uh, out of this you know when it comes to politics i think religion should completely stay out of politics of course many many uh, people they use their religion to make important decisions in their lives but hey man imagine someone telling you that the vaccine will make you gay like what and the government is vaccinating you uh, because uh, they want to establish a new world order like what man I want to be gay so badly that I can't wait to take that vaccine now. Like literally. If that's what the rabbi is saying and if I want to kind of put down this conspiracy theory and say it's not a conspiracy theory it's a fact you become gay. I want to take that vaccine as soon as I can because I want I'm desperate to become gay. you know but i'm not like it's not happening because i know that uh, uh it is uh, it's not a choice it's a sexual orientation you know it's that's what you like so hey man what's wrong with people you know just tell me man just tell me like what's wrong with us anyway so uh, i was like i was like literally stunned when i uh, i read about it and i was like uh, what do what are we talking about you know the covid is really uh, covid 19 the coronavirus and literally uh destroyed our world you know in the sense that uh humanity in the sense it has taken so many people's lives millions of people's lives people are infected there are new variants coming every now and then small businesses are shut down large businesses are finding it hard to sustain people are losing their jobs they don't have food to eat no roof over their head college is becoming difficult because you can't afford now those fees healthcare is becoming difficult 
so what are we uh, you know instead of being instead of being bothered about that people talking about uh people talking about uh uh a vaccine making you gay like hey man like hey i want to be gay just give me the vaccine you know kind of thing that's what i think but when it comes to uh, uh small businesses i really feel so bad because uh, i believe the governments all over the world need to put money in people's hand because if you put money in our hands in people's hands they have the power to uh churn the economy they'll put money back into the economy and the economy will do well because you need money circulating you need to put money in people's hands they got the money earlier because they were working and they spent it but now since there's no money rolling in the economy to buy things or whatever you know the economy is crashing because of that and there's there's soon going to be a depression i don't know whether there's a depression already but that we we could soon be experiencing that because of um because of it and i was i i know i know that you know printing money you know can uh, can devalue money definitely i understand that concept but hey man we are going through crazy times okay we're going through crazy times how about just printing money for a short time and just putting it in people's hands you know rather than raising those deficits you know which go to trillion dollars like uh half a trillion dollars or 3 million 3 trillion dollars i don't know how many zeros does a trillion have you know for all you care So that's what I'm talking about, you know. Uh I'm just tired of this circle of money, the way money has become the central uh the center of our life, you know? Like if you don't have money, you're just worthless. That's that's the life that we are that we have made, you know, uh that we are all living in. Money is the center of our life and we need to get that out. Uh, we need to uh cut that crap completely you know i hope we can do it like literally if you ask me if i had the power i would just make uh i would just make education free because no matter who you are wherever you born in a poor family or rich you should get the best education so that you're on the level field with others and then competition then it's capitalism If all of you are educated with the same education, you know, you'll get the same good food, healthy food. You will grow up in a nice home in a roof with a roof over your head. And you're all level free, you know, you're all in that level, you know, whilst growing up to the age of 18, you must get everything that even the richest person of this world really has so that everyone is in the level field. and then it becomes capitalistic so you start socialistic up to the age of 18 years where the government takes care of you makes you competent and then after you get all that you know in your hand and you become competent the government takes care of you gives you the great education you make sure that you have a roof over your head as you're growing make sure that you have food you don't have to miss food make sure that you have healthcare puts everyone on the level fleeing uh level field level playing field and then life becomes capitalistic then it is competition everybody competes to get that best job to get that best uh 
um, you know, to really do well. And that's why I think when it comes to the kind of uh, society we all need to have is we need to have a blend of a socialistic and a capitalistic society. A whole socialistic society is very, it's less competitive. It's boring, you know. A whole capitalistic society is, uh, it brings a lot of inequality, you know. It's, it favors the rich. And that's why we need a socialistic plus capitalistic society to uh, socialistic up to the age of 18 to 20 years of someone, you know, until the uh, the child gets an education and has a level playing field and then capitalistic where it becomes very competitive you know you're competing with someone on the same level as you who grew up in the same level as you you doesn't have an upper hand because his father's rich his mother's rich or whatever you know so um i would definitely say that's what if i had the power i would definitely do that for sure um let's say you know that's why i always say bernie was right <laughs> Bernie was right before the pandemic. Bernie was is right after the pandemic. He just kind of whatever he said before the pandemic was just reinforced. And I so much believe it. Like, you know, everybody needs to have that level playing field. And no one needs to have a billion dollars in their account. Like, why do you need so much money? You know, eventually we're all going to die and you're not going to take that money wherever you go. You know, I don't get it. But anyways, uh, at the same time. We need capitalism. We need competition. It's good. But at the same time, uh, 100% capitalistic society brings a lot of inequality. And therefore, you need to have a blend of socialist and capitalistic society. I would definitely say that. So, um, like these days, you know, on the internet, people literally take everything so personally they become so sensitive like you can't even say something like uh, like i don't know whether i mentioned this that the other day i just said that uh you know i don't like the barat movies like i don't like barat uh the movies you know i kind of find it very um i find it i just find it very st- like stupid i would definitely say it's not my kind it's not my taste now each one has their own taste it doesn't mean that i'm not telling you not to watch uh barat I don't know who are my followers, you know. I don't know who follows me. So I'm just generally saying, I'm just talking about what I like and what I dislike. So I just said on Twitter, I kind of just tweeted about it saying, I don't like Bharat movies. And there were so many people who really came back saying that uh, you need to remove comedy from your uh, Twitter profile or a bio. Like I mentioned in my bio that, you know, I enjoy comedy. So people said you should remove comedy from your Twitter bio because you don't like a movie uh, like Bharat. I said, what the fuck, man? I don't like the movie. That's my that's my thinking. Now, it's like it's like chocolates, you know, you have different kind of chocolates. You have chocolates which are filled with cream. You have chocolates that are filled with chalk with coconut. I don't like those chocolates. I just like plain chocolate. You know, I like chocolate. I like dark chocolate. I like plain dairy milk chocolate. I don't like chocolate filled with something like coconut chocolate. So it doesn't mean that I don't like chocolates. I like chocolates, but I don't like specific chocolates, you know. So you cannot tell me that I don't like chocolates. It's like I don't like Bharat movies. It's a comedy. It's a comedy movie. So it doesn't mean that I don't like comedy at all. I love comedy. But I don't like the Bharat kind of comedy. So people are so sensitive, you know. And I just tweeted about it. 
not not telling anyone about it like i don't know who this person was who wrote to me you know so it's crazy uh, like people uh, think the whole world revolves revolves around them and uh, and then i came across this uh, ricky javes uh, who's a comedian you know uh, this video uh, from ricky javes and he is like he gave the best response you know to people like this who just come and come and attack you for saying something like hey man i'm just i'm just specifying my point of view i've not hurt anyone you know i'm just specifying a point of view like you know i didn't tell you i'm not i didn't tell you anything so you know this i love this ricky javes uh, bit which i'm going to play now it's for it's like about 53 seconds like a minute long where he kind of actually addresses this problem with people you know take things so personally they're so sensitive and they kind of think that the whole world revolves around them so let's listen to ricky javes and you know he's got the best answer for folks like uh like this on twitter your ears ricky javes with that bit like people take everything personally i think the world revolves around them right particularly on twitter right i don't know i'm not tweeting anyone i'm just tweeting okay i don't know who's following me i've got 12 million followers i don't know who's following me they can be following me without me knowing right choose to read my tweet and then take that personally that's like going into a town square seeing a big notice board and there's a notice guitar lessons and you go but i don't fucking want guitar lessons <laughs> Right. There's a number here. Right, all that, right? Are you giving me guitar lessons? Yeah. I don't fucking want any. Fine. It's not for you then. Just walk away. Don't worry. That's so true, you know. I mean, I love that bit which so very well explains, you know, what we're talking about. It's like this guy, he uh, he gets he sees a flyer of guitar lessons. and he's just uh, he 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 doesn't want he's just kind of you know he calls that number and he says i don't want the guitar lessons but hey man no one's talking to you you know i'm talking that the flyer was for people who want to learn guitar the guitar you know not for everyone so uh, these people are crazy you know they take things so seriously they take things so personally they are so sensitive that they come and attack you on twitter or on any of these social social platforms you know when you didn't mean uh you didn't kind of uh didn't uh, didn't mean it to them you know you didn't you didn't write you didn't tweet for them at all so that i love that ricky javes bit and uh, next time someone does it to me like you know when the, with the barat thing if i had watched this of ricky javes probably i would just kind of uh, uh respond with this video uh to that person but now i know how to respond i just kind of pass on this uh this message it's crazy man people just just so crazy especially hey man it's the pandemic like stop taking things so personally you know we have other problems to think about ah But anyways all around the world people are uh, protesting like you know all around the world whether it is a and uh, whether it's a developing world or whether it's a developed country there are protests everywhere like right now 
in India, uh, the farm bill, a farm bill has been, uh, there's a, the farmers from all over India are actually gathered at the capital, uh, the capital city, Delhi, and they're protesting the farm bill because the farm bill was made without, by the government of India without and passed into the parliament, passed the legislation, the farm bill legislation, without even consenting with the farmers. So that's how the farm bill was made, you know. It's like it's like uh, making laws uh, for uh, what a woman should do with a body without really asking women what they want. Like, for instance, um, any kind of thing, you know, that uh, whether it is um, whether it is abortion or whether it is uh, you know t- uh, pills or whatever. So you you know you make laws for women without asking women. It's the same thing, you know. You make laws for farmers farming farm bill and then you don't ask the farmers what they really want so um so the protest happening everywhere all over the world whether it is the black lives matter protest in the united states the farm bill protests in uh, india and then also there are protests happening right now in russia where alexei navalny who is the who is um, an anti-corruption activist in Russia. Uh, now, he, he, he kind of, uh, he, he, um, he brings up uh, a lot of anti-corruption issues, uh, a lot of corruption uh, concerns in Russia, and he brings it up uh, allegedly, allegedly, like everything is allegedly until it is proved. But of course, uh, Alexei Navalny, now this guy, um, he has led many anti-corruption rallies in Russia. And because of that, he's been arrested several times. He's been put in jail several times. He's disputed parliamentary elections, victory where Putin won, uh, where he says that, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a fraud. Uh, and because of that, he was jailed several times. He was physically assaulted several times. So this guy, Alexei Navalny, like this guy is gutsy. Okay. He is, I find him really gutsy. Like imagine, I don't know whether he's right. Everything is allegedly, okay. Everything is allegedly, this corruption, allegedly. Was he poisoned? Because uh, he was, uh, uh, he he had some allergic age uh, allergies or something. He was almost on his deathbed. He had to go to, and then he says he was uh, he was poisoned, allegedly poisoned. Of course, he went to Germany to be treated, uh, and then he kind of survived that. Uh, he was assaulted several times. It seems um, there was a chemical agent, a dye that was thrown in his eye, and it damaged his right cornea, so he cannot see, I believe, uh, from his right eye. Again, allegedly. Uh, but what's true is. Um, he was in Germany. He kind of came out from that poisoning attack, alleged poisoning uh, assassination attempt uh, in Russia. And he went to Germany. And then from Germany, he came back into Russia. So he actually came back. Okay. So, uh, you know, his flight and everything was kind of recorded. So the thing is, this guy has used uh, social media very effectively. And social media, although there are some cons to social media with privacy issues, with issues like, you know, you can't trust it and it could be negative, you know, uh, there are a lot of negative feedback. It can kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, make you, it is, it can be meant, it can mentally uh, create a lot of problems with you. Say whatever. Social media has also been a very effective tool. Now, 
Alexei Navalny, who is the opposition uh, leader, anti-corruption activist of Russia. Now, he was banned to speak on state owned television in russia so he used social media so effectively the youtube channel the social media channel so effectively that reach uh, he reached out to people in russia now people in russia after he was arrested when he he came he as soon as he arrived in russia he was actually arrested so uh this guy has guts okay come on now after you've gone through all this you know you still have the guts to come back to russia um and then he uh, uh i think via social media uh many people they came out to protest his arrests so now i think even currently as i speak in russia there there are a lot of protests happening where uh, people like normal civilians that they, they are uh, protesting his uh, his um, his his arrests and uh, they want uh, the government of russia to kind of free him again social media being a very effective tool to make this happen and then you know i was i was watching these rallies and i was watching who these people are you know and there was this uh, there was this photo that i watched or this this video that i watched wherein uh, there was this lady holding a toilet brush in her hand and they were protesting and there was a group of people who were protesting with toilet brushes in their hand and i was like why are they are holding toilet brushes and that that photo and that uh, that video footage was actually going viral russia and russia these protesters who were protesting the arrest of alexey navalny uh because you know he was uh, he was kind of arrested as soon as he arrived uh, in uh, in russia so uh, the, the these women were holding toilet brushes and i was wondering why they holding toilet brushes i'm sure there's you know there's a symbol of something and then i realized that uh, there is a story behind those toilet brushes like for instance um, uh this uh, this guy the anti corruption leader uh, navalny he used drones to capture uh, a video of uh, of um of a palace that is being built somewhere in russia and this uh this palace uh is about like 17691 square meters big and it costs about 1.35 billion dollars and it's still under construction somewhere in russia so using drones uh navalny he kind of shot this video he put it on his youtube video and he was he, what he alleged he says that uh, again allegedly allegedly that this palace belongs to putin you know this 1.35 billion dollars 17691 square meters palace which is being built in russia as per navalny it is allegedly it allegedly belongs to putin now this palace has a port it has a vineyard it has a church it has a casino it has an underground hockey rink and it has toilet brushes costing 850 dollars per piece okay so there are toilet brushes in that palace which cost 850 dollars per piece and that's why those women were holding toilet brushes in their hands while protesting against the arrest of navalny okay so that's that's the that's the symbol of the toilet brush you know now of course uh, it is allegedly it is allegedly putin's palace that's what navalny says it is not proved um but all i want to say is uh, this guy he's giving a tough time you know he's giving them a tough time 
um after a long time you know uh, someone is challenging uh the government there uh so i don't know how far uh he is uh he's doing the right thing but at the same time i would say that if people you know are coming out and protesting something and not being violent like it is peaceful protests then there's something about navalny i would definitely say there's something about him that people believe in him you know uh and uh, which cannot be ignored of course his arrest is has happened he 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 came from after uh, after his treatment from germany he arrived in russia and as soon as he kind of got down of the plane they arrested him which is true it is not allegedly arrested he was arrested these protests in uh, russia are not allegedly protesting they are real protests happening right now in russia what is allegedly uh, not proven is whether the palace actually belongs to putin and whether uh, navalny was uh, there was a trial by the government to assassinate him by poisoning him that is something that is not proved yet so um so of course uh, till there you know we can't we can't say whether uh, on that matter but everything else you know i kind of i kind of find this guy navalny really gutsy you know i i would i don't have the guts you know someone has treated me so badly you know has arrested me every time i try to do something or as you know kind of uh, made my life hell i would not go back to that hell you know but this guy maybe he has a mission that's going to work out i have no idea but he's giving a tough time to uh, them and maybe he's uh, i don't know maybe he's uh, he's someone that russia really, he could change something in russia make it more uh, democratic you know so that there can be a change in government there is a term limit for everybody out there hope so just uh, wish him all the best uh, if he's moving in the right direction i have no idea because everything is so allegedly uh, you know the news coming out from there so you can't really say ha <sighs> and i would do anything for love and i would do anything for love and i would do anything for love but i won't do that <laughs> no i won't do anything for love and i would do it Nothing for love, and I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, I won't do that. <laughs> anyway oh uh, yeah okay i want i want before i really kind of wind up i wanted to talk about this pigeon that escaped uh, persecution that escaped uh, uh being uh, killed by the australian government because uh because uh, he was finally uh, finally the australian government kind of did a lot of research did a lot of investigation and finally uh recognized the pigeon to be an australian not american like what the hell man like what the hell 
I don't know how many of you all have follow, uh, follow the story. Now, this, this is a pigeon, okay? A normal pigeon. A pigeon. A pigeon, you know? So, this pigeon, uh, he landed, uh, this he or she or it, it landed uh, in the backyard of one of an Australian guy. An Australian guy in his backyard in Australia. So, uh, this this guy, he, uh, he noticed that this pigeon had a leg band, had a leg band on his ankle. And uh, 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 he fed the he fed the pigeon because he he looked uh, he fed the pigeon and he named Joe. Okay, so this Australian guy he finds a pigeon in his backyard. He names it Joe uh, after he sees after he sees the leg band and in the leg band there was a marking uh, made where it identified the pigeon as a part participant in the October race in Oregon in Oregon Oregon the United States state. Oregon is a state in the United States. So, uh, so when he opened the band and he noticed that, you know, this pigeon is a participant of uh, Oregon, this man, the Australian man, he concluded that this pigeon is not an Australian pigeon. He flew from Australia, from Oregon, uh, right into Australia. Uh, and so he named uh, the pigeon Joe because uh, uh, the pigeon, as per this man, uh, because of the band, in his ankle he's an american and he named the pigeon joe that is after president joe biden newly elected president joe biden so and then he brought it out uh, to the uh, the notice of the australian government and the australian government as per the australian government's biosecurity laws as per the department of agriculture water and environment any bird outside the country is considered a biosecurity risk that's what the Australian government has in its legislation, has in its biosecurity laws. That if a pigeon comes from outside, flying or, you know, travels by sea or does whatever comes, he's a it is a biosecurity risk. So, uh, so the, uh, the, the government, uh, the Australian government then finally decided that this, uh, this pigeon needs to be euthanized, needs to be killed because he uh, poses it poses a biosecurity risk as per the laws. And uh, then they realized that something... Uh, and then uh, after a lot of investigation, the Australian governments were about to euth uh, euthanize the pigeon, kill it. Um, they realized that, uh, you know, this band that was on its, on its, in its ankle, on its ankle uh, could, uh, could easily be bought uh, from eBay, you know, an online uh, shopping website. And uh, someone was fraudulently just put it around his ankle, you know, to kind of misguide people. So, and then the, fi the Australian government finally concluded that the pigeon was actually Australian. You know, it's not an American pigeon. It's an Australian pigeon. Uh, and then uh, the pigeon was saved, you know, to escape persecution because it's Australian. Like, what the hell? Like, this news was rolling around for a week, man. A pigeon? Like a pigeon would fly 8,000 miles across the ocean to come from the United States to Australia? Like a pigeon? Have you, have you really seen what pigeons do? They walk, man. They don't fly. Pigeons walk. Dongle, dongle, dongle. They walk, dongle, dongle. Shaking their heads, you know. Front and back, front and back. They're walking all the time. 
And you think this pigeon who walks more and shits more would uh, would fly like 8,000 miles to come to Australia all the way? Like, hey man, it's a pigeon. I wish they'd hired me, you know, I would tell them. Don't waste so much of uh, people's time in the government to investigate a pigeon. Use common sense, you know. A pigeon would not fly 8,000 miles. Pigeons walk. They don't fly. <laughs> hey, man. Pigeons walk. They don't fly. They would never, he would never, it would never fly 8,000 miles. Like, use your common sense. Stop wasting, you know, uh, time of the government to do stuff like that. <laughs> and I would do anything for love, and I would do anything for love, and I would do anything for love. But I wouldn't do that, I would use common sense. Joe the Pigeon. Anyways, that's all that I had uh, for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, for all those newcomers who are listening to me for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in, man. And for all those people who what, listen to every episode of mine, thank you so much, man. I really love you guys. Like, you know, the best, one of the best. If you want to write to me, if you want to be a part of my um, part, part of my episode, please feel free to write to me at justanobodypodcast@gmail.com. Just a nobody podcast at gmail.com. You can write me there or you can drop me a direct message on Twitter. I definitely would read it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Before I go, I wanted to kind of play this. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we have heard of um, uh, Harriet Tubman is uh, making a lot of news. I believe uh, her, her picture is going to be on the $20 bill. Uh, which is going to be very, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to happen very soon. Uh, but uh, thinking about Harriet Tubman, I just want to play this bit by Kutina Smith. She's so beautifully, she's an actress basically, and she plays a lot of Harriet Tubman uh, as an education bit in at libraries, in schools, in churches, you know, by uh, doing a performance, uh, you know, of by portraying Harriet Tubman in her live performances. She kind of educates people about Harriet Tubman, you know, her life uh, through these skits and these through these performances. So I just want to play this bit uh, by Kutina Smith about so beautifully, you know, uh, uh, with this beautiful song and a message of Harriet Tubman. And then I'll see you on, I'll see you on the other side. Here it is. Oh, freedom, oh, freedom, oh, freedom over me, and before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave, and go home to my Lord, and be free. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom, oh, freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. That's all that I had uh, for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Until next time.
Baby, bye, 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 bye.